Um, if you want to uh, turn in your Bibles to uh, Ephesians chapter four, um, I'm going to I'm going to talk a little bit uh, out of Ephesians four. We're going to read uh, verses uh, eleven through sixteen in just a moment, and I just want to unpack some things really cool. and And I do want to make it abundantly clear: um, we want to honor God today, and we believe we are honoring the Lord today in honoring. Chris and Sarah Herman, who have served amazingly as pastors in this house, and to honor their children, every one of them a leader. Every one of them every one of them with with purpose and a call on their life. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Well, it's okay to slice all robbers. There's such a call on your life. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers, their responsibility, those five offices and, and functions, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. I love that. I love that. I love that Jesus gave gifts to the church to grow us, to equip us, to mature us, to benefit us. And I don't care what... Which, which of these, you know, that we point to, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, their job is to equip. A lot of people think the prophet's job is to, is to prophesy. The prophet's job is to equip. To equip one another, to encourage, to prophesy. That's what it means. The job of the apostle, to equip. Of the teacher, to equip. The evangelist, to equip. And the pastor, to equip. So what does that mean? What does that mean? The pastor, the responsibility of the pastor is to equip. The, the responsibility of this couple who, who have served on our pastoral team was to equip. What does that mean? Does that mean it's just to preach? Because if so, then, then they haven't done a very good job. Because they've only preached maybe five times between the two of them, right? But that's what we think, right? We think that's the job of the pastor, that's the equipping, is to preach. That's one of the things. 
I, mean, that's, I love preaching, but that's one of the things. What's the quicker? What about modeling? What about demonstrating? What about, about being reminded of the words of, of Paul who says, follow me as I follow Christ. As you see me following Christ, it is safe to follow me. Because you see Christ before me, and you see me in the foreground, and I'm going to Christ. So follow me. I'm leading you safely. I'm leading you thoughtfully. I'm leading you faithfully. So follow me. And that is something that, that our pastoral team, we say that. Follow me as I follow Christ. The minute I stop following Christ, don't follow me. Not a step. The minute we stop following, which I don't believe will ever happen, but if it ever happens, stop following us. But as long as we are following Christ, you follow us as we are following Christ and pointing you to him. This word equip, the Greek word for equip is katartismos, which means a complete furnishing and equipping. And and I looked up what the root word of that Greek word was, which is uh, katartizo which I love this. Tell me if this isn't like the, the complete, thorough definition of equipping. To cause to become fit. To cause to become sound and complete. To mend what has been broken. To repair. To complete. To fit out. To equip. To put in order. Arrange and adjust. To prepare. To strengthen. Perfect. And make one what he ought to be. I love that. That's equipped. And that's what is a pastoral responsibility. That's what's part of this calling. This is tangible. This is tangible, life together kind of stuff. When I think of this couple and how they've equipped, they've demonstrated so beautifully what it is to do life together. To fit, to encourage, to help mend the broken. To challenge. In this couple, many in this room have laughed with this couple. Have laughed to the point of of side aches. Many in this room have cried with this couple. They've done life together. We've prayed together. We have been encouraged and sharpened and strengthened as they stood behind this this platform and pointed us to Jesus in Scripture. They've done so wonderfully. What they've done so much more. What they've done is what this definition is. They have equipped Part of our focus today is to love on and honor this couple and this family. And, and I want you to know, even though the kids aren't pastors, they've been committed in this pastoral work. If, I, I don't know that anyone other than the pastor's kids truly understand the level of commitment they've had. The, the ways that they've shared their, their dad shared their mom, shared their home, shared their hot tub. 
but not just that, the ways that they've been committed, the ways that they've been open to growing. I promise you guys this. That I, I, I'm a challenger. That's part of my temperament. I'm a challenger. I, my old pastor used to tell me, can you, can you call yourself like an encourager instead of a challenger? I'm like, I'll call both. I'll take both. Because I'm a challenger. I, that's not a bad thing. I challenge. And no one gets challenged more than, than the kids of our eldership team. Lovingly. But, but we want to pour into them. So, um, Herman Kids, we honor you today too. We love you. We, yeah, you're awesome. I'm not looking at Robert. Romans 12, 9 and 10. Um, there's a passage that I love. Uh, we have a connect group, so our, our connect group, uh, we just, we covered Romans 12 for a couple months, and so they'll be familiar with this verse. But Romans 12, verse 9 and 10 says this. Let love be genuine. Abhor, detest, hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. So my my encouragement to us who are staying, who aren't going to Tennessee, um, hold fast to what's good. Hold fast to, to this friendship. Hold fast to the life that we have lived together. Hold fast to the memories. Hold fast to the good. Hold fast to even what lies ahead, which we haven't yet imagined. But hold fast. Chris and Sarah and Bella and Christian and Robert and Tana and Sammy, we will hold fast. You're so precious. It's just such a joy to honor you because you've made such a difference in the ways that we, you've made yourself available in life and in doing so that you've pointed us to you. When we moved from Erie to Dakono and, and we, we built a house in, in Dakono in the Sweetgrass neighborhood and we needed, uh, we needed to get our carpets cleaned so that we could sell our house. Uh, I just went on Facebook. I'm like, hey, anyone know a good carpet cleaner? And everyone started just raving about one guy and one company, Legacy Cleaning Solutions and Chris Herman. Oh, you got to use Chris Herman. You got to use Chris Herman. He's awesome. You got to you got to call Chris. And so I didn't call anyone else. And I called Chris. And he came and we were walking through the house and we went down into the basement, which was we we had uh, like like the man cave down there. We had the pool table and and Acacia's room was downstairs and. But at that point in walking through the house, um, we start talking about the Lord. And I, I think Chris asked me, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm a pastor at Impact Rock Church in Erie. It's located at 710 Austin Avenue. And, you know, service is Sundays at 10 o'clock. And, uh, and so Chris was like, oh, yeah, I, my wife has been to your house. Because um, the church they were a part of, they, they, when we were building this place out, they took an offering up for us. And a bunch of them showed up at our house, and it was it was not a good look for for this guy because I was painting that day, so I had like a cut off 
shirt and like baggy, like dirty sweatpants and stuff. And they come, they come on the door. I'm like, oh, ba- honey, we have guests. So Christy's like, yeah, my, my wife, she's been here. We, you know, we're familiar with your church. We've prayed for your church. We've given to your church. So we talk, and I'm like, okay, when can you do the carpets? Because, you know, you're my guy. And that Sunday, they showed up at church, and they've never left. If I'm remembering this correctly, Chris even told Sarah, hey, we're going to Impact Rock Church this week. And I think, I think Sarah protested a bit. She's like, we've done the small church thing. I don't know that I want to go to a small church. Am I remembering that correctly? And Chris said, woman? I'm sure he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. Kara laughs when I say woman. Yeah. But they came, and, and they've never left. And they immediately made themselves available in relationship. I bet you everyone in this room, I bet you, that's an exaggeration, not everyone. I bet you many, many, many of us in this room will say, yeah, I count myself um, you know, among one of their first friends in this church because that's just what they did they befriended everyone they started serving like immediately their generosity was evident immediately their love for the lord was evident immediately and the impact that they started making was immediate so when the lord started highlighting them to be on our eldership team it was obvious it was a no brainer i mean as we sat and talked about it, like, hey, I feel like the Lord's highlighting somebody. It's like, yeah, 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 we're, we're with you. I, I want to do something that, you know, I, I want to open the service up to anybody who has a story about Chris and Sarah. Or Chris or Sarah. Or one of the kids. Um. Hermans, I also want to open it up to you to share about this relationship, this family, this church. Um, but let's, before before Hermans start jumping up here, let, let's see if anyone else, anybody have a story of what this this couple, this family has uh, meant to you. Um, and, and it's okay that we're this is a little different service because we're a different church. I'm, we just are. We're just a different church. Anybody have a story? I love the Hermans so much. I'm losing one of my best friends in a way. We're going to be FaceTiming and chatting and texting and Snapchatting and doing all the things that we do. Um, But every single one of you hold a place in my heart. Christian, you too. We've watched you grow up. We've watched you struggle. We've watched you thrive. We've watched you try new things. And we've watched you try. You know, family's hard. Life is hard. School is hard. There's things that are hard. And we have loved that we got to do that together. And um, I'm thankful for those times. I'm thankful for the tears. And I'm thankful for... The times we broke bread together and we came over, we would always meet at the Herman's house. They have a bigger house and they have a basement so the kids could get away from us. We could get away from them. And I just have so many fond memories of all of these things. But 
Um, my scripture is in Romans 12 as well. Um, verse 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And this family does this really, really well. When I have been in pain, you have cried with me. And you didn't say, get on with it, it's going to be okay. You came and you cried with me and you helped me. Even the kids, when I lost my dad, you guys checked on me and said, I'm sorry for your loss. And you hugged me. You you reached beyond yourself, even though it was awkward. You... You found me in that place of pain, and you loved me. I love you like my own kids. And Sarah's notorious for, I would have a party for someone in my family, and she'd be like, I'm bringing pasta salad. And I'm like, you're not even coming. And she's like, but I'm going to make you pasta salad. And I'm like, that's amazing. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. She's brought me plants and flowers and books. And, I mean, she just, she has a way of, she's got all these, she's got five kids to take care of us. She works a very full-time job and has all these things, but yet she would bring pasta salad to my potluck for my family that she wasn't invited to. Like, And this is how her kids are as well. They see past themselves even when they're busy or they're struggling. They find a way. And I agree with what Mark said. Every single one of you, Herman children, young adults, you guys are leaders. Your parents have raised you to know the word of God. He ha- they have raised you to know the presence of God. And at times I think you didn't like that, and that's okay. But I'm telling you, those, those seeds that they have planted in your life, they will bear fruit and you will be thankful. And I'm sure there's ways that you're already thankful. They are not perfect, just like none of us are. But they have raised you to know the love of God. And whether you recognize it or not, it flows from you. It is contagious. It is drawing as people meet you they're going to be like there's something different because you have the presence of God in your heart and in your life and the favor of God goes before you it goes behind you so as you go to new places I know some of you are staying some of you are going the favor of God goes before you and we are praying that as you do that he will lead you to friends and to the right schools and to the right jobs and to the right the right things. He has a plan for each one of you. So we love you. We will cry many, many tears, but we will also celebrate as you continue on. We love you guys. Anybody else? If so, work your way up. But while we're waiting, um, Bella and Christian, uh, they're staying. And I, I hope, I hope that you will stay plugged in here at Impact Rock because we need you and we believe in you and we love you. Uh, Robert, Tana, and Sammy, um, we will be your pastors until the Lord provides other pastors. And we pray that he provides it quick, that, that you, you find a church home soon. But just know you're, you're not left as orphans. That's not the way that God operates. You're still part of this family. And if you need us, our pastoral team, we are still here. We're still your pastors, but there will be a, a time when we will gladly relinquish that title and say, the Lord has provided. They're, they're a part of another church home and church family. And um, so until then, just, and even after that point, to be honest, we're always here for you guys. Anyone else? Because I'm, I'm about to start like, like talking some more. Any other stories? Oh, there we go. Come on.
guys. Uh, just thanks for everything. Everybody's right. You you touch everybody in an amazing way that people probably won't even realize until much later. Um, thank you for letting us lead your kids for a season. It was awesome. Um, we got to watch them grow. And Bella sitting there in the corner drawing because she was too shy to talk to people. And um, to see them now, I mean, holy crap, Christian, he's, he's a monster now. You know, he was like this young kid full of, uh, I don't know what it was. It was just something different. Um, and cultivating that over your life, man, you'll, you'll be an awesome leader. And wherever you go, whatever you do. You'll go and do you'll go and do some amazing things. And uh, you know, I didn't get to interact interact much with Sam outside of you know stuff we do here and and give him a hard time here and there. But he's always smiling. He's always down to have fun. So yeah, he does. He gives a smile these days. And Tana is just Tana. I mean, she's a blast. I love seeing Tana's face. She comes up and gives you a hug and. She's just, she's like genuinely happy to see you when when you're around. Even if she like really doesn't know you that well. She just loves to see you. Um, and Robert, man, you're just, you're awesome, man. It's uh, definitely going to miss seeing your face as well. But you, you go out there and you kill it, man. All right? You'll be just fine. I promise. Andy. Got plenty of stories. Too many. Some of which I won't share. <laughs> um, when we first met the Hermans, it was actually kind of fun. It, 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 the story is similar to Mark's with the carpet cleaning, only our story is we scared the crap out of Chris and Sarah. <laughs> we had to show up at their house to drop something off or pick something up and Chris was jamming out, doing his thing, and wasn't expecting somebody to be in the house. But um, just so much laughter, so much fun with you guys. Um, If any of you have been around this family, you know that they just exude Jesus. They love Jesus. They equip by demonstrating Jesus. Um, And Chris is hilarious. (laughs) If you you haven't spent any time with him uh, or as much, but... Even five minutes, you figure it out. He's he's just hilarious. I've had so many uh, just awesome times with you where you just you have such an amazing sense of humor. You just make me laugh. And uh, the whole family uh, is just so loving and welcoming. And I think some of this starts with Sarah. Like Sarah's like the Olive Garden. You know, like when you're here, your family. When you're at church, your family. When you're in their home, your family. You know, this whole family is that way. They just embrace everyone. There's not a person that they've met that, that you know, they don't quickly develop uh, friendship with. It's just wonderful. And um, you guys have just demonstrated uh, grace and love uh, to all of us, but to our family as well. And um, our oldest, Trinity, worked for Chris for a little while, and she sent a little note, so I want to read that for you guys. Uh, she just said, for Chris and Sarah and the Herman family, I'm, I'm so excited for this new chapter of your lives, a new place, a new start. 
To those that you've met and built relationships with here, you will never truly leave. Working for you, I felt a true sense of family and knew that you genuinely cared for those around you. Authentic is the word that I would use. Authenticity is is rare, so never lose it. I miss you guys already, but I'm excited to see where this new season of growth takes your family. Love you all. Trinity. And that's just a testament to the ways that you've touched people. That's one story, but there are so many more. I'm sure that um, everyone that's gotten to know you has a story like that, just that the way that you've impacted and touched them and equipped them and pointed them to Jesus. So we'll dismiss you guys. We love you so much. Y'all probably don't know this, um, but every week uh, Chris does a, a head count of how many people are here. And whatever that number is, what's that? Not today. Someone else count. And then Chris, will, will we have a, a eldership team group me. And he'll send the counts uh, on the group me and then a corresponding car based on the year that corresponds with the number. So let's say, you know, there's 72 uh, people here. Then he would send a picture of a 72 Plymouth Bobcat. I don't know. You know, I'm not. A, yeah, I don't know. Okay, a 442. So, but it, it, every week. And so it's just one of those cool things. He's the king of Google, too. Um, there's a passage I'm going to read. And by the way, this is like the almost last call. Like if you have something, just come over here because I'm reading the scripture. And if no one's here, then we're, we're just moving on. Um, okay. Thank you. Um, stick, but you know what? I, I like that. Let's just go right into that. We got momentum. Well, I've, I've seen a lot of the, the, the kids just grow and blossom in just amazing, miraculous ways. And Tana, girl, you've. Uh, blossomed into such an amazing young woman and um, spending time singing with you and practicing and uh, watching you um, praise God the way that you um, have done just from your heart um, has really, really blessed me. Um, Times where you have sung and, and your sweet voice has just touched us in a way that um, makes us feel closer to God, and I just, I know it was hard sometimes for you to be brave, but you really have blessed us in so many ways, and I don't want you to stop doing that. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you have a way of blessing people, and you need to keep that up, okay? Like you seriously, I see you as I see my parents. I see you as I see my own siblings. And for all the kids, we've all been through so much together, and we've all struggled together. But now I'm close. Like I have a relationship with every single one of you, and I've seen all of the Herman kids go through some really hard stuff. And you guys have persevered through it. You've worked so hard to become the people you are today. Oh my goodness. And Sarah, you are just the most selfless person. You go out of your way to make sure I'm okay. You always, you just know when I'm not. You know what's going on, and you just, you're always there for a hug. You're always there to comfort me. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I'm just going to miss you guys so much, but it's never going to be the same without you guys. And I want to thank you for everything you guys have done for me and for my family. And I love you and we're just going to miss you. You guys want to say anything? All right. <laughs> uh, and that, that goes for you kiddos as well, if y'all want to. Yeah, you kids can talk too. Um, I'll try not to cry through it. But um, I just love even that Mark told the story about how Chris was cleaning the carpets. And we had just transitioned kind of away from church. And and, and I had said, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out, right? I was like, we had done a lot of ministry and and poured in um, every place we really had have been. That is um, our character, right? We can't not um, not get involved. I mean, Chris was uh, visiting churches in Tennessee, and he's like, you you haven't already committed us, have you? <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't. Um, but what I love is how the Lord knows what we need when we don't know what we need. And I was um, really not against, but like I didn't. I wanted to be in a bigger church where I could could blend in and and right like go in the back um and maybe not be seen and god knew i needed to be seen right he knew i needed um he knew i needed community and he knew i needed a relationship and he knew i needed accountability and i needed to be challenged and i needed to be cried with and laughed with and um even when i was over that right i need i felt like i needed something I needed a break, and I didn't. And I love that, you know, my amazing husband, you know, even though I'm, like, saying to him, no, like, I, we, we can go, but we're not going there. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready to get into a smaller church and, and, and be intimate with people, right? Let's, I mean, let's be honest. It is hard to be open and genuine and real and honest with people because you think you're going to get rejected and you think people are going to, think of how like poorly of you um but i would say the biggest growth in our family and in my life and our marriage um has happened here at this church and we've done ministry at a lot of churches um but the amount of growth that we've had here um has been the lord and when i didn't want it and 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 chris said yep that's what god wants us to do um i got on board and and i'm sad to be leaving this right and and i'm trusting the lord that he knows what we need next um and and when the lord told chris that we're moving and it's taken me a season to get on board um with that move um i'm trusting that god has something else for us so i think that's just what i wanted to my last encouragement i guess with you guys is whatever it is that god's calling you to do he knows what you need Um, really deep down and not what you think you need because what we think we need is not always what we need Um, and I am thankful um, that God called us here and I'm thankful that I got over myself and I am poured into this community and as much as all the honoring things that you guys have said um, we feel the same way right we feel this is family and community and the growth that we've had and the acceptance and the love and the compassion and all of those things um, we take with us. And the friendships that we have are um, lifelong. Um, they're not 
if I don't talk to you and in 20 years you somehow run across me or you're like, I'm driving through Tennessee, you better call me. I don't care how long it's been. You better call me. Um, Because to me, that relationship that we have through the Lord, that connection never goes away. We always have it. So um, thank you guys for that, for just just being you. And those of you that are newer to the community, because I've been gone a couple months, so there are some new faces, I just encourage you to dive in and just love. Just love this community. Be open. Be willing to be vulnerable. um, And let God just transform you um, in community. So love you guys so much. The, the joyful Miss Tana. <laughs> well, you're coming up here. Everyone's going to be looking at you. Uh, that's good. Um, uh, I'm going to make this fast because I'm a little nervous. But I just want to say thank you to all of you guys. Like, I am one who puts my heart into everyone. And I love building connections with people because it's, like, really important to me. And I feel like all of you guys have always been there for me. Like, my family has had some rough times. I've had some rough times, like, and so I feel like all, like, the women here, like Kara and, like, especially Kim, like, she's just always there to, like, hug me. Or if I'm in pain with my hip, she's always there to try to fix it. And I just think it's amazing. And the opportunity I had with Marie to sing on worship team with Kara and Kim was so fun, and I loved it. Even though I was a little nervous to sing in front of a lot of people, I still had fun once I got used to it. And I feel like the practices were so fun, and I just feel like you guys are all welcoming and amazing. You guys are like my second family. I'm just going to keep it short and sweet, but um, I just wanted to thank Tana and her entire family. She's opened up her home to me, and I've opened up my home to you, and I just really appreciate our friendship, even though, like, even known each other for that long and you've already become like another sibling to me so I just wanted to thank you and I'm not going to cry because this is not goodbye I promise I will visit you so this is not goodbye Second Timothy 4 1-8 through eight says this and this is uh Paul was charging Timothy, um, who was, was serving in this, this pastoral role. He says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound doctrine But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and will wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. I'm going to pause right here because the work of pastoring includes these things and it's challenging and it's hard and we carry it. And in a moment, I'm going to pray over you guys, and we're just going to release you from, from that, that, that calling, that passion. You've been a pastor here in this house, and 
And so as we remove it, um, as you leave, you, you won't be pastoring here anymore. The love will still be here. And quite honestly, you'll, you'll still be carrying things until you kind of practice not carrying them. It's, it's hard to just let go. Um, but we're still going to re- remove it from you and, and release you from that. Verse 6, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. This is for y'all. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, or at least this leg of it. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to those who have loved his appearing. Um, You have served wonderfully and faithfully. And you have ran the race with strength and endurance. And there's other legs of the race for you to run. But for this one, um, you have finished. And so I say on behalf of your Heavenly Father, well done, good and faithful servants. Uh, Herman family, if you guys can come up front. Um, Worship team, if y'all could come up um, after we're done praying for them, we're going to do a song. Andy and Kim, let's come up and uh, church. Let's just stretch our our hands towards them. Um, Lord, we thank you for this faithful couple who have done your work, Lord God, of pastoring and have done it so well, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that they have withheld nothing from you, Lord, that they have served you and loved you and followed you. In this work, Lord God, with the fullness of their heart and strength. Lord, there's times that they have have been carefree. But, Lord, there have been many times, Lord, that uh, they've carried the burden and it's been heavy. So, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We bless you for this faithful work that you have done. And the love and the affection in which you have done it. And we, we release you from that that purpose, this work in the name of Jesus. I just speak peace to your heart, to your mind, to your soul, that you would have just the greatest sense of the Lord's pleasure. He is so pleased with you as you have done this work representing Him so wonderfully. We just pray blessings over this family. Lord God, I thank you, Lord. We know that this is never just the couple who does this work, Lord. You call families. And so I thank you, Father, for the ways that this family has sought you. Lord, they've stumbled, but they've gotten up, Lord, and they've stayed in the race. Lord, I thank you for the ways that they have been generous and genuine, that they have loved with a genuine and authentic love, Lord God. And we just pray blessings over them right now. Lord, I pray that you would bless them in their, in their health. Lord, physically, emotionally, mentally, Lord, that you would bless them in every way, Lord, that you would, Lord, speak to them about your purpose, Lord God, about the next things that you have for them. Lord, would you just let them hear clearly the words of your good 
pleasure, Lord God, the words of your favor. Lord, would you just bring them peace and rest and joy. Lord, I ask for the provision of friendships, Lord, of opportunities. Lord, and just I thank you that your favor goes before them, Lord. Even though the kids haven't been back to Tennessee, your favor will be there waiting for them, Lord. So we bless you, we release you, and we give thanks for you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, what's that? All right, so we have some gifts um, for all of the Hermans. Um, maybe you want to explain the gifts? All right, so Hermans, come back up real quick. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so each of these have a name on it for each of you. You all have a long drive to Tennessee. And Christian and Bella, you are young and hungry and you have yumminess too, so... You guys can eat yours here in Colorado. The rest of you, these are for your road trip. I'm sorry, it's more things. I know you're trying to get rid of things, but these, you will not have to feed them. We also have a little bit of cash for each one of you, so as you stop at gas stations and stuff, you can go pick your own stuff and your own snacks and Bella and Christian if you want to stop by Starbucks or wherever you love, you will have that as well. So this is from the church. Everybody pitched in to get your favorite things. We love you so much. And I know it's redundant because we just sang it, but the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Love you guys. Let's, uh, let's break bread together. So um, as we finish up worship, we need some help getting tables, chairs. So we'll get the lights on and let's just enjoy our, our fellowship together. God bless you.